Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, April 23rd. I'm Wayne Pratt. Governor Mike Parson says most businesses in Missouri will be able to reopen May 4th. He says a key element of that plan is the ability to expand testing capacity to 50,000 per week. Parson says, quote, people will go back to work, but social distancing guidelines will be in place for some time. St. Louis is facing a grim budget picture because of the pandemic. Budget Director Paul Payne says incoming revenue is expected to be down nearly 3% from last year. That's leading to a gap of nearly $40 million in the spending plan that takes effect July 1st. St. Louis County's executive is expecting to announce details early next week of plans to reopen parks. Sam Page says officials are talking about how to do it safely and which trails should open first. Page has also signed an extension to the stay-at-home order, which will be reevaluated May 4th. Crime trends in St. Louis County have been essentially flat during the pandemic. That's the assessment of Chief John Belmar. He tells the Police Board of Commissioners there has not been a major increase in violent crime. There has been a bit of an uptick in thefts from vehicles and vacant buildings. Those comments came during the board's final meeting with Belmar as chief. He retires at the end of the month. Here are the numbers. State health officials say the number of deaths in Missouri has now passed 200. 6,100 coronavirus cases are being reported out of more than 59,000 tests. In Illinois, more than 35,000 positive results have been reported out of more than 164,000 tests. State health officials report more than 1,500 deaths. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports on how Rolla is coping with the pandemic. As we mentioned, St. Louis is dealing with one of its worst budget outlooks in decades because of coronavirus. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman reports. In the best-case scenario, the city will face a $40 million gap in the spending plan that begins July 1st. That means about $10 million in cuts, mostly in corrections, and moving money from special funds into general revenue. If the economic recovery is slower than expected, the gap could balloon to nearly $90 million, which could mean furloughs of city employees. Mayor Lyda Krusen says there will be a lot of uncertainty even after the spending plan is approved. While we are by charter required to pass this budget before June 30th, I think we have to be a little nimble on this and recognize that uh, as weeks and months go by here, we will get better data. Aldermen will begin their work on the budget next month. I'm Rachel Lippman. St. Louis Public Radio. Nursing home workers in St. Louis are urging operators to protect them and residents from coronavirus. Nursing assistants are demanding more access to tests, masks, and gloves. They also want workers to get hazard pay during the pandemic and paid sick leave if they become exposed to someone who tested positive for COVID-19. Shonda Whitfield is a nursing assistant at the Estates of Spanish Lake Nursing and Rehabilitation Facility. This has a pay. That's not going to replace a life. That's not going to stop the epidemic, but it will show some appreciation. 
There are at least 99 long-term care facilities in Missouri where residents or workers have tested positive for COVID-19. Doctors in St. Louis have pivoted to telemedicine to see patients during the pandemic. Many clinics and hospitals in the area have reserved in-person consultations for those who need emergency care or have COVID-19 symptoms. Missouri Telehealth Network Senior Missouri Telehealth Network Senior Medical Director Karen Edison says doctors and patients are beginning to recognize the convenience and quality of virtual health care. Telehealth services were considered something less than, if you will. And now with this COVID-19 crisis, people are recognizing that the standard of care applies no matter what kind of technology you're using or how you're delivering your health care services. Edison says federal rules on telemedicine have been relaxed or suspended during the pandemic. She says doctors can now use previously off-limit platforms, such as FaceTime, to see patients. The Moolah Theater and Lounge will not reopen once the coronavirus crisis ends. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, the theater operator says the chain closed the Moolah because of the pandemic and cannot afford to operate it any longer. The Moolah Theater has operated for 15 years in Grand Center and is a part of St. Louis cinemas. The local movie theater chain also operates the Chase Park Plaza Cinema and MX Movies and Bar. Harmon Mosley is the owner and operator of the chain. He says the other theaters are also closed temporarily, and his business can't afford to keep them all. It's just not an economic success for us anymore here, and we can't really uh, afford to to, to, you know, to ride it out any, any longer than we already have. Mosley says the moolah was already facing financial stress because of declining business and high overhead costs. He says St. Louis Cinemas will focus on its other two theaters once they reopen. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. The coronavirus pandemic is wreaking havoc on the economy throughout the U.S. College towns like Rolla are particularly hard hit where a university is the biggest employer. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports. Rolla is a town of about 20,000, and that includes 8,000 students at Missouri University of Science and Technology. When the stay-at-home orders started coming in from the city and the state, many businesses closed, and the ones that could stay open tried to adapt to new ways of operating. Michael Davis teaches economics at Missouri S&T. He says the businesses here faced a double whammy. When the school closed dorms and moved all classes online, a good chunk of the town's population left. Davis says that made it very difficult for businesses who are trying to keep going under new rules. You are losing a lot of both your customer base um, with the students and with the being closed anyway. It probably varies quite a bit depending on what the business is. Certain businesses are going to appeal more to college students than other ones will. Taco and Burrito Express is one of those businesses. Jose Martinez opened the Mexican restaurant in February just a block away from campus with the idea that college students would flock there for reasonably priced food, margaritas, and beer. Martinez says the first month went very well, and they were establishing a customer base. Yes, we were just starting to get pretty much college kids coming in. A lot of them were starting to know where we, that we were there. But after pretty much after St. Patrick's Day, I think school got canceled and everything just went downhill. Martinez tried to convert to curbside pickup, but with the college students gone and the restaurant being so new, it lasted less than a week. 
Martinez says he hopes to reopen when the pandemic subsides, but he's not sure if he'll be able to. Other businesses that have been around longer are doing what they can to survive. Josh Stacy is the co-owner of Public House Brewing Company with locations in Rolla and nearby St. James. He says they had to close the St. James location, but even with the college students gone, the Rolla restaurant is still open with curbside pickup and delivery. We've definitely seen a downturn uh, as far as you know top-line revenues uh, are concerned, but you know again overall, I think the community uh, and especially S and T um, have really rallied. Stacy says his 10-year-old business made enough connections with the community, including the faculty and staff that didn't leave Rolla, that they are trying to make it work during the pandemic. They also sell beer in cans, both directly to customers and to liquor and grocery stores, which is helping keep the doors open and people employed. But the support from s and faculty and staff may also hit a stress point very soon. The state of Missouri is cutting its funding to higher education during the current budget year. Administrators system-wide are taking a pay cut, and there may be layoffs at all campuses, including Rolla. S&T Chancellor Mo Degani addressed the issue during a virtual town hall meeting. He says the situation is fluid and difficult. We may end up, the honest-to-goodness truth is that we may end up uh, having to release some folks, having to furlough some people. Uh, we are not there at this moment, but we may end up to that point, depending on, again, the dynamic of the situation. And if those layoffs and furloughs come, that will mean even more stress on a town that has seen its population decrease in addition to the other setbacks related to the pandemic. But it's not all bad news. While the university is Rala's biggest employer, the second largest is Phelps Health Medical Center, the biggest hospital and 50 miles in any direction. Economics professor Michael Davis says that is some solace to the city's economy. So I would say Rolla, because you've got a university that's going to have a negative impact, but maybe a little bit less than other places, and then the second biggest is having probably a positive impact, I think maybe that Rolla may be a little more resilient, um, at least in the immediate term. But Davis says the real question is the long term, specifically when stay-at-home orders are able to be lifted, and in the case of Rolla, if the university's students are allowed to come back in the fall, and how many of them will. In Rolla... I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.